Hello, Colorado. This is John Baird with I Love Colorado Beer. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for Colorado craft beer news and great beer gear, including t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and much more. Just go to ilovecoloradobeer.com. Today on our show, I have Ross with the Winter Craft Beer Festival. But before we get going into the interview, I wanted to tell you that Ross has generously given our viewers an exclusive discount code to save money on tickets to the Winter Craft Beer Festival this weekend, March 7th, in Boulder. Go to www.wintercraftbeerfestival.com and then go to the tickets page. When you check out, enter promo code I love CO beer, all capital, all one word, to get $5 off your general admission tickets, or enter CO beer VIP, all capital, all one word, to get VIP tickets for only $49. Phil and I will be there at the festival interviewing brewers and festival goers. So if you want to be on I Love Colorado Beer podcast, you will have to come to the Winter Craft Beer Festival, or you could start up your own brewery. I did this interview with Ross in a coffee shop, so there is a little bit of background noise, so I apologize for that. And now, on to the interview. All right, so I'm here with Ross um, with the Winter Craft Beer Festival, uh, which is coming up pretty soon. Um, and we're actually going to be uh, asking more about the story behind this craft beer festival and uh, where it came from. So, first off, where did the idea for the Winter Craft Beer Festival begin? Well, basically, I had helped a local chamber of commerce put on a beer event um, uh, last summer. And in that process, just realized that was one of my favorite days of the year. Um, the, the combination of just the energy of the place and, and, and the fun of enjoying different craft beers and, and just having all those people together. It was just a wonderful day. Um, what sort of spurred this on was my uh, friend Trevor, who uh, had been working for the Boulder Boulder for years and years, uh, was looking for something different, and so he wanted to pick my brain about my experience with that beer festival. And as we started chatting, realized, well, what if we just did one? And what if what what would we want to do that would be different and, and kind of fun? And so. We started saying, well, there's not a lot of festivals going on in the winter, and, and there's nothing going on in Boulder County during the winter that we know of. Um, and we both are Boulder natives and CU grads, and so we just started looking around different potential venues and options in Boulder and started talking to different breweries and saying, hey, um, you know, I know there's a few things in like Vail and Denver during the winter, but would there be an interest if if we were going to try to pull something off in Boulder for you know, a winter festival. And that's kind of where it started. That's uh, That sounds interesting. I mean, just, just seeing it and saying, hey, that looks like fun. Why don't I do that? Um, how would you even go about beginning to form a festival like this? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's what... what do you start with first? Do you start with the venue? Do you start getting a core of breweries saying yes? Do you start with even seeing if there's a viability of ticket sales to to make something work? Um, and so you kind of just do everything all at once, and it kind of just all grows together at the same time, and and you wonder, 
you know, is there a point where we're going to get to where something's going to hit a hard roadblock and tell you this can happen? And um, we even had a hard roadblock of our initial venue actually backing out. Um, really? Yeah. And so uh, we kind of scrambled and we started talking to the university and uh, kind of went from version one to version three in year one um, of, of kind of upping the ante by having it on CU campus and, and having it in a space that has real potential for growth um, in years to come. Um, but we, we've really seen that as even a good thing as the dust settled of starting that partnership from year one with, with the university, um, having it at a place that I think creates a different vibe, a different feel than I think what you'll see at any other event. Um, just because it's a very different space than you're used to going into for an event like this. And so, um, and then you just keep learning along the way, um, whether it's uh, figuring out, you know, what each brewery needs for an event to pull off, or it's down to, oh, we need to order lots of glassware for this. Where do we go for that? You know, and, what has been awesome about this whole process and is one of my big reasons for wanting to do this is breweries, bar none, are the best people to work with in the business world. Reason being is 99% of them are the most collaborative, friendly, um, excited, passionate about what they're doing people that you'll work with. And so um, a good friend of mine is Mike from Fate Brewing Company. He started that with Jeff, their head brewer, a couple years ago. And, you know, as he's asking me questions about what's going on, where we're at, he's like, hey, call this guy at this place for, you know, glassware. And that connection saved us thousands of dollars. Really? You know, like, and, you know, and then it comes down to, like, upslope saying, hey, do you mind if we send out an email to our email list? And Brewers are just incredibly generous, incredibly willing to share what they have to benefit whoever's... Whether they're trying to promote craft beer or not, I just feel like that's the way they kind of operate. From our experience doing interviews, that's the same sort of thing that we've noticed. I mean, you go into a brewery and they are just the most friendly people. And asking them about other brewers, I, my initial expectation when we started uh, doing I Love Colorado Beer podcast was that um, there would be a lot of competition. Like, oh, that, that brewery's not as good as us. We do a better Hefeweizen or whatever. Yeah. But there's been absolutely none of that. They all seem very collaborative, very um, interactive with each other. It's like it's one big family. And it's, it's amazing to see that because I don't see that in a lot of other professions. My background of, of helping small businesses in different facets over the last eight years, I've seen almost every other industry. And there is none other like this one. <laughs> and it's rare to see the desire to help others grow. It almost happens every time that people are letting borrow space or create collaboration brews as somebody's starting their physical space so that when they open because their brewery isn't ready to go yet they have something that they've at least touched for their people to taste when they first open and to me that just shows everything about why I wanted to do this was we have the opportunity to create a festival that highlights what these wonderful creative people are doing 
thinking outside the box on how to make beer really, really good. Bringing along sponsors that um, get that same feel, get that same vision. Um, bringing on a nonprofit to benefit um, from the event so that it's not just about you know putting on an event and doing these big things, that it's about a bigger, greater community that's benefiting from it. And then um, having the, and then kind of CU came into the mix on that too for us of creating a relationship with them that's really fun. And, and so and then you have potentially thousands of people showing up to participate. And so there's nothing else I've gotten my hands into that feels like 40 to 50 businesses and thousands of people can come into one of them Everyone have fun being a part of it. And everyone leaves that day feeling like they won. And that's, I think, a big reason why we wanted to do this is when you have the opportunity to step into something like that where it's a win-win-win-win-win-win situation, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know? And so, you know, it's it's been a, an interesting journey. You know, we're six days away or whatever it is now. Yep. But... Um, who knows where we'll end up at the end of this first year, but it's it's been super fun on the journey. So It sounds like that might be a lot behind your motivation for actually wanting to do this, is feeling that collaboration and wanting to help support the, the brewers and support the breweries and support that feeling of everybody working together towards a common, awesome goal. That's I think we all dream about what it is we want to do for a living. Um, and if you can make a little money while bringing that sort of energy into a space and benefiting that many different entities and people that's where I feel like maybe we're on to something here yeah. and, and we aren't the only ones doing this I'm not clueless to that but um, that's kind of my heart and passion is I want to make sure everyone involved in this leaves feeling like this was a great thing for us to be involved in so, um, regardless of anything else, if we can do that at the end of the day, I think we would have won. Well, I think I think it's an awesome idea. So you jumped straight into being on CU's campus for your event. Yes. Were there any extra logistics for having to be on campus? Uh, yes, in the fact that it's a giant government-run organization, and so it just is getting the approvals from the right people, and so that takes a little bit of time. Um, but CU's been very, very accommodating. Um, you know, I think our goal is to show that there's a way to have a responsible alcohol event. Um, and, and I think that's one of the misunderstandings, I think, of what a beer festival is. Mm -hmm. um, the people who are coming that want to pay the money to get into an event like this have an appreciation for beer where they, they really do want to taste the different flavors that people are making. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that's kind of what our partnership with CU really is hoping for is that there's a way to do alcohol responsibly. And, and we partnered with uh, Yellow Cab and their Z Trip uh, system so that people can get home safely. Um, you know, because even if you're doing a lot of tasting, you probably shouldn't be driving. 
Um, it is free for designated drivers to come as long as they're 21. They just need to show up. We'll put a different color wristband on them so nobody serves them. Um, and we didn't want to charge them for being there because we appreciate their desire to help their friends be responsible. And so um, while it just took a little bit longer working with a university compared to a private venue, um, it's been a wonderful relationship so far. Is the is the market or clientele for Winter Craft Beer Festival different from that of the Great American Beer Festival? I don't know. I mean, that's the, the simple answer. Um, GABF is something that is so much bigger than any other festival that's out in the marketplace, and, and rightfully so. It's such a fun event. It's so many breweries from all over the country. There, there might even be some coming from all over the world. I'm not even sure. There's so many that it's hard to visit every single one if you go to that. Um, but I, I have to imagine there's some crossover as far as the people who would want to attend this festival compared to who attends that. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I think we have in common with Great American Beer Festival is we, we really want to be an advocate for these breweries and not just be an event that's sucking the life out of these breweries to, to put on an event for ourselves. Um, and so that's something that I have been really careful about trying to figure out what can we bring to the table to benefit these breweries more than just getting taste buds to taste their different craft beers. Um, one of the things we did is we partnered with a printing company right away because my experience in ad world back in the day doing ad sales, there is power to print marketing if you can do it. And so we partnered with a company called DK Printing from the get-go um, to produce a beer guide um, that everyone will be able to get their hands on at the event. Um, and really what it is, is it's a takeaway to get these people who attend to then go to those individual breweries. Sounds like a great event. idea. Um, and the, the goal is to get customers for these breweries that want to be lifelong customers. You know, um, I know if you're anything like me, you find a favorite beer and you kind of stick with that for a couple of months and, yeah. and want to take a growler over there anytime you can get over there or yeah. just sit at, sit at a happy hour and do whatever you can. Um, and so I think that was kind of our vision and our hope is to kind of grow what those touch points will be as we continue in year two, year three, and figure out different ways to benefit our breweries who, who are uh, trusting us to put on a good event. So. Yeah, from my experience, I've been to Great American Beer Fest several times, and um, I felt like there were a lot of people there that wanted to really enjoy craft beer. I felt like there were people there that just wanted to go and drink a whole lot of beer, and I think that sort of overshadowed a little bit the, the feel of hmm. the, uh, the event, just because it was it's so large, and it's hard to get away from people that... Uh, I don't want to say get away from people, but it, it, it's hard for, for craft beer lovers to um, separate themselves from people that are just, you know, want to go and just have a good time. They want to drink, you know, drink yeah. beer and have a good time. So, it, And my guess is they'll be the combo of that at right. our festival, too. Um, I think people just want events that are fun to just go and let loose and have some fun and, and be with friends. And um, I think that's one of the things that also makes Colorado really unique is is that's 
really a thread that's true about all people who live here is is we want to be involved in something that's bigger than ourselves and, and events like this allow for that you know um you know my partner coming out of the boulder boulder days like that event shows that in spades and gabf shows that i hope that there's an element of just people having an excuse to do something fun with friends on a saturday as opposed to sitting at home watching college basketball you know like um you can dvr that and watch it later that <laughs> night you know um and, and i think that's what we're gonna see and you know i think people just enjoy being together well, that rolls sort of into the next question. There's a lot of different brew uh, and beer festivals in Colorado. What makes you guys different from the other ones? I think a lot of it is our attitude of what, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Um, but I think a lot of it we'll kind of figure out as we go. Um, you know, I think the space is going to create a, a fairly different vibe than other festivals I've been to. Um, how it's going to work if you've ever been to Coors Event Center is the concourse is a big oval around the top of the stadium and you walk down to your seat to where the court is. And for this year, we're just utilizing that concourse and kind of just having it be this walk around. There'll be food opened up for concessions and different things. And so there'll be a lot of space to kind of just move around this big oval and check it out and see the different things. So that could create part of it. And, um, and then I think a lot of it is just the, the vibe of the day, um, the different breweries that are involved. Um, we, have, we have a handful of like really great, really big breweries, but we also have a handful of lesser-known, up-and-coming breweries. And, and I think that's something that we liked about doing this, was the opportunity to kind of give those people that are in their first year, first couple months, first two years of getting into this world to, to find some new customers, to find some people that might go, gosh, I didn't know that this Wonderland Brewing Company in Westminster was making such good beer. And that's the thing that I've found is, yes, the Left Hands and the Oscar Blues are making amazing beers and have been for a long time, and I will continue to drink most of what they make because it's that good. But there's some other people coming up that are very talented too. That's what I really love about this whole world is, you know, uh, a good example is, I think it was Liquid Mechanics, who's one of our breweries, posted that they were doing a collaboration with Odell um, and Fort Collins for this collaboration fest. And you just kind of look at that and you go, Liquid Mechanics has been open not even a year, I don't believe. And... <laughs> Odell is willing to work with them and do this stuff. And to me, it's like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of this? Right. When, when these big boys can want to value what these newer brewers are bringing to the table. And I, I just think that's really fun. Yeah, yeah. So how many breweries are coming to the festival? As of right now, I believe we're at 19. It's been a very up and down thing <laughs> as, as things have gone where we've had some people get confused on the date and then have to, you know, take their names out of the mix. But um, we've also been contacted as late as last Thursday saying, hey, can we be involved? Because we have the space this year to, to grow. We're, we're very willing to 
you know, let a couple eleventh hour people in because there's no reason to cut it off at this point. Um, so we have one cidery, which is fun, so that there's a little bit of a different feel from there. But um, it's we're pretty excited about who signed up. Um, well, I know it hasn't happened yet, but are you guys planning on doing it again next year? Or are you holding off until after to, to decide whether or not it's worth the, all the effort? I think we're totally in. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we feel, felt really lucky to kind of have this whole thing happen with the partnership with CU. And, and we don't take that lightly and really want to continue to grow that and foster that. Um, and they're excited about this. They're excited about it being an annual thing. So I think I think we're going to see a response that's going to make us want to make this into a bigger and better event for years to come in Boulder County. Um, and the hope would be to continue to expand our reach with how far our breweries are coming. Um, right now we have uh, the furthest one that's coming is a brewery called Elevation Beer Company up in Poncha Springs near Salida. Wonderful beers. They're making phenomenal flavors um, up in the mountains. And, um, but the hope is next year that we'll even have some out-of-state and some, some different ones. But for now, we're very pleased with, with where this year's looking. Awesome. So tell me a little bit more about Intercambio. Yeah, Intercambio is a wonderful nonprofit that's been around the Boulder County area for, I, I don't know exactly how many years, but um, what their goal and vision is to help non-English-speaking families learn English, one, um, and they do that in a lot of different settings. They do classrooms, they do one-on-one -on -one teaching, but they also like to create community events that start to integrate these different communities together because it's more than just learning the language. It's about being connecting to the bigger community. And um, it's just a wonderful organization, uh, a wonderful attitude that they've taken into this nonprofit. And um, we're just honored to have them um, as the nonprofit beneficiary of this first year. Um, they've been a lot of fun to work with. Um, we really hope to raise them a good chunk of money on Saturday. Well, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. So tell us, where and when is the event? The event is this Saturday, March 7th, at Coors Event Center in Boulder. Um, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. is the general admission time frame, and we still have some VIP tickets available, which part of what you get in that package is a one-hour early entrance at 1 o'clock. So um, should be a really fun time. And just excited that we're this close to opening the doors. <laughs> so how can uh, how can our listeners find your tickets? Uh, they can go to our website, which is wintercraftbeerfestival.com. I know it's the shortest website you've ever heard of. <laughs> um, or they can go on Facebook and like us, Wintercraft Beer Festival. Um, and we also have tickets available at one of our presenting sponsors, Hazel's Beverage World in Boulder, which is a a very big liquor store off of 28th Street in Boulder. Um, you can buy your tickets in person there. Um, so there's lots of different ways to get your hands on them. Um, you can, probably the easiest way is to go to our website. Awesome. Well, is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that you wanted to bring up and discuss? Honestly, I, I'm just really excited. Um, I think 
you getting in touch with us to talk about this is part of the reason why I got into this, is that those of us that are passionate about what's happening with craft beer, um, we it's fun to get together to share our passion to continue to build what this industry is turning into. And part of the reality of this industry is those of us who are just fans of what's happening, that we want to be the ones tasting it and experiencing it. And so um, just happy to be able to talk to you guys and uh, share about the event. Well, thank you very much, Ross. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Again, a special thank you to Ross with Wintercraft Beer Festival. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, just go to www.wintercraftbeerfestival.com and then go to the tickets page. When you check out, enter promo code ILOVECOBEER, that's all capital and all one word, to get your $5 off general admission tickets. Or enter promo code COBEERVIP, all capital, all one word, to get your VIP tickets for only $49. Also, check out some of the great beer gear that we have at ILOVECOLORADOBEER.com. Again, Phil and I will be at the Wintercraft Beer Festival this Friday, March 7th, so we hope to see you all there.